welcome to the Lessons for Living television program. My name is Bill Santos. Thank you so much for watching. You know, over the last few weeks, we've looked closer at some of the most popular verses in the Bible. And we've discovered why they are so popular and, and how those particular verses can apply to our lives. Our next set of verses in this series comes from the great book of wisdom, Proverbs. Now, Proverbs is a member of the family of books in the Bible called the wisdom literature. The others are Job, Psalms, Ecclesiastes, and the passionate book of love called the Song of Solomon. Now, what is wisdom? Well, it's more than knowledge. It's the right application of knowledge. And Proverbs, it's filled with it. Today we focus on one of the most popular pieces of wisdom in Proverbs. We find it in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Many religious scholars agree that these two verses encapsulate the spiritual principles of Christianity. But, but why are these verses so popular? Why are they so highly regarded? What makes these verses stand out? I believe one of the reasons is that this passage helps us with a common problem we all face in life, coming to a dead end. A dead end in life can come in many different ways. It can be a relationship that has come to a dead end, like a marriage with no more intimacy, or a friendship that has fizzled out. It could be a dead end at work. You were let go, or your, your job is not very fulfilling anymore. Maybe it's a financial dead end. Money is running out, and you don't exactly know how you're going to survive. Or perhaps it's an emotional dead end. A midlife crisis where you are questioning the worth of your life and what you've done. Maybe it's loneliness or, or sadness that has, that has taken over for various reasons. Whatever it is, you feel like you're at a dead end. You're stuck in life. You don't know how to get out of it. Well, perhaps you're at a dead end in your life today. Or, or maybe you know someone who was at a dead end in life. Either way, I want to encourage you to listen to today's program because the wisdom of our study verse today can get anyone out of a jam, no matter what it is. Today's text, well, it can move someone from a dead end to a new beginning. If you want to get unstuck in life and find joy and freedom again, listen up. Let's dive into Proverbs. 
Now, the very first thing this passage in Proverbs tells us is simple, but not always easy. Verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now, the word trust here in this verse literally means to rely on or to depend on God. We can talk a big game about trusting and relying on God, but when we are stuck in life being patient and trusting, well, that's kind of difficult. When I get to a dead end in my life, you know what I find much easier to do is get impatient. Let's move. Let's do something different. Let's get out of this mess. Do anything, anything. Come on, God, let's just, let's just move. We can get so impatient in life, especially when we're at a dead end and, and can't see a way forward. Any place, any place is better than where we are now. The grass is always greener. The other side is always better. We feel so miserable, so alone, so stuck that we will do anything to get away from where we are. Trusting God and His timing, it's not always easy to do. But I want you to consider something. If you're at a dead end in your life, has it occurred to you that God may have something to teach you? I believe God has something to teach us at every stage of our lives. It is in the present that God prepares us for the future. And if we get impatient and try to move ahead of God, we miss the valuable wisdom that is crucial for us down the line. You may be this close to something amazing God has in store for you. Don't get impatient. Trust God's wisdom. Trust God's timing. You, see, you may be in a job today that seems hopeless. You may feel like you're in a bad marriage. You may want to end a friendship. You may want to shut someone out of your life. You may want to get a new job or move to a different city, but trust God and say, Lord, this situation I am in is difficult. But there might be something, something you can teach me that will prepare me for the wonderful things you have for me in the future. And so I will be patient and I will rely on you. It's a story that says that a curious man once approached a priest. He was really curious and asked, Father, what must one do to please God? The priest said something very wise. He said three things. The first two were expected. He said, always be aware of God's presence and always obey God's word. But the third thing, well, that was kind of surprising. He said, wherever you find yourself, do not easily leave. It is in the present that God prepares us 
for our future. Now take a look at what the verse says next. Still in verse 5, Proverbs 3. Lean not on your own understanding. Again, it's easier said than done. Why? Because basically this verse is telling us not to think that we have all the answers. Another way we could put it is stop trying to control everything. When Jean-Claude Killy made the French national ski team in the early 1960s, he was prepared to work harder than anyone else to be the best. At the crack of dawn, he would run up the slopes with his skis on. An unbelievably grueling activity. In the evening, he'd lift weights, he'd run sprints, anything to get an edge. But the other team members were working as hard and as long as he was. And he realized instinctively that simply training harder, well, that would never be enough. Keeley then began challenging the basic theories of racing technique. Each week, he would try something different to see if he could find a better, a faster way down the mountain. His experiments resulted in a new style that was almost exactly opposite the accepted technique of the time. It involved skiing with his legs apart, not together. This way would give him better balance and, and sitting back, not forward on his skis, particularly when he would come to a turn. He also used his ski poles in an unorthodox way to propel himself as he skied. Well, the explosive new style helped cut Keeley's racing times dramatically, and in 1966 and 1967, he captured virtually every major skiing trophy. The next year, he won three gold medals in the Winter Olympics. You see, Keeley learned an important secret shared by many creative people. Innovations don't require genius, just a willingness to question the way things have always been done. Trusting in the Lord will sometimes mean going against what you think is right or, or smart or, or common sense or the way it's always been done. Trusting God will sometimes mean giving up control and what you, what you think is best. Because, guess what? You don't have to understand to trust that God has a plan. That's what it means not to rely on your own insight. God's ways are higher than ours. If we could understand everything about God, well, He would not be big enough to believe in. In fact, there's a lot of things we won't understand until we get to heaven. But what is more important for us to hear now is that when we rely on our own insight, on our own understanding, we often get into trouble. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 25 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. 
Lean not on your own understanding. You don't have to understand to know that God has a plan. Trust Him. He knows what is best. Now let's take a look. Let's go back to Proverbs 3, verse 6. Take a look at what it says here. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. In 480 B.C., the outmanned army of Sparta's king Leonidas held off Persian troops of Xerxes by fighting them one at a time as they came through a narrow mountain pass. Commenting on this strategy, Spurgeon said, Suppose Leonidas had his handful of men had gone out into the wide open plain and attacked the Persians. Well, they would have died at once. Even though they might have fought like lions, Spurgeon continued by saying that Christians, well, we stand in the narrow pass today. If they choose to battle every difficulty at once, they're sure to suffer defeat. But if they trust God and take their troubles one by one, they will find that their strength is in fact sufficient. You know, as I studied this verse this week, I began to see it in a way that I had never seen it before. It was a game changer for me. You see, most folks think this verse means pray to God, ask God for help, and He will show you the way. It will be clear which way you should go, but that's not really what it means. You see, God's path is not the path we would typically take. God's idea of a straight path, well, it's not necessarily our idea of a straight path. Acknowledging God in all our ways means being prepared to go wherever He may be leading us. Where God may be leading you it may be the last place you want to go. The way God wants you to go may be filled with obstacles. And in your mind, it seems impossible. You may be at a dead end in your life and you think there is no way around it or through it or out of it. You may want to run away from it and God wants you to run through it. Trusting and acknowledging God means... Even if you don't see a way, you know in your heart God will make a way. He will remove the obstacles. That's what it means when it says God will make the path straight. He will make a way where there is no way. He will make a path where there seems to be no path. He will remove the obstacles and clear the path. But you have to trust him to do it. Moses did. When Moses got to the edge of the Red Sea, he thought he was at a dead end. When the children of Israel were finally set free from Egypt after 400 years of slavery, they started marching out to freedom and the first thing they came to was the Red Sea. 
There were impassable mountain ranges on both sides of them. The sea in front of them, in hot pursuit behind them, was the Egyptian army. Pharaoh had changed his mind about letting them go. The path the Israelites were on looked like a dead end, but it wasn't a dead end, not to God. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. He could see what they could not see. He opened the Red Sea. And they walked through it. Years later, the Israelites looked back and they sang a psalm found in the 77th Psalm, verse 19. It says, Your way is through the sea and your path in the great waters, and your footsteps are not seen. Philip Brooks, the distinguished congressional preacher from Boston, said that he had begun keeping a diary when he was a 13-year-old boy. He was one of 11 children, and what spurred him to keep the diary was that he was sitting at the dinner table one night, with his parents, and his mother was expressing concern about how they were going to pay their bills, how they were going to live. In fact, she fully expected to go to the poorhouse. Philip Brooks wrote in his diary that his father looked up from the dinner table and said to his wife, My dear, I have trusted God for 40 years. He has never forsaken me. I'm not going to distrust him now. So let's just give thanks for what we have to eat today. If you're faced with a dead end today, God can see a path that you don't even know about. If you will trust God and keep on moving in faith, even when you don't see a way, then God will make a way. I can't tell you how many times this has been true in my own life. Every time I have faced a dead end, it has come down to this question. Will I trust God to make a way where I see no way? And every time I look back and think, I didn't see that coming. I hadn't even thought of that. How in the world did that happen? How did I get here? It has to be God. And it can happen when we are willing to put our life in His hands. Charles Blodin. 19th century acrobat, tightrope walker. He was famous for his crossing 160 feet above Niagara Falls on a rope that was over 1,000 feet long. In 1860, a royal party from Britain saw Blondin cross the tightrope on stilts and then again blindfolded. And after that, he stopped halfway he cooked and ate an omelet. Next, 
he wheeled a wheelbarrow from one side to the other and returned with a sack of potatoes in it. Then Blondine approached the royal party. He asked the Duke of Newcastle, Do you believe I could take a man across the tightrope in this wheelbarrow? Well, yes, I do, said the Duke. Well, hop in then, replied Blondine. Well, the Duke declined his challenge. He might have believed Blondine could do it, but he wasn't about to trust him with his life. If you want to move across the chasm between where we are and where God wants us to be, we must trust God with our lives. If we want our dead ends to turn into new beginnings, the only option is to trust God with our life. If you desire for God to remove the obstacles before you, you must put all of your life in His hands. God, in all your ways, acknowledge Him, submit to Him, depend on Him, trust Him, and He will make straight your paths. Let's pray. Gracious God, loving Heavenly Father, thank you that you lead us in the paths of righteousness. Thank you that you will make straight our path. May we trust you with our lives and commit to you that you may lead us from where we are to where you want us to be. Bless each and every viewer, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, isn't it great to know that we may be at a dead end, but we can have a new beginning if we just trust God, put our life completely in His hands. He will make our path straight. You know, we've come to that point in the program where we have our free offer for our viewers. And if you're joining us for the very first time, uh, on every program we make a resource available. It's generally a book or a magazine. And we give that away to our viewers that request it as a, as a thank you for watching and as a resource to help you better understand God because you can only trust someone you know. And it, it, these resources help you get to know God a little better. And we have this little booklet here for you. It's called, I Will Give You Rest the eternal gospel for the weary soul. You're a weary soul, then you can use this resource right here. It is a gift, so that means this will arrive in your home, postage paid, free of charge. There is no obligation whatsoever on your part. Just accept the free gift. If you're interested in requesting this book, listen carefully to the information we're about to provide. To receive today's free offer, you can log on to the Lessons for Living television website, www.l4ltv.com. That's the Lessons for Living television website, www.l4ltv.com. You can also write us at Post Office Box 27030, 
Simcoe Conlon Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G0A3. And we would be happy to send the offer out to you. That's Post Office Box 27030, Simcoe Conlon Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G0A3. If you live in Canada, this offer will be sent out to you free and postage paid. For viewers living outside of Canada, shipping charges will apply. If you wish, you could order this offer by calling our 1-800 number and speaking with one of our volunteers at 1-800-972-0337. 1-800-972-0337. Operators are standing by now. While on our website, you can leave a prayer request and if impressed to do so, donate to help keep this ministry on the air. Thank you for your support. Well, we've come to the end of another program. It is amazing to me how quickly this time goes by. I want to thank you for joining us. And I want to ask you if you would kindly just help get the word out of our program by inviting your friends and family to watch. Uh, to help you with that, uh, we have our website, l4ltv.com. Refer them to the website because they can catch up on all of the previous programs because there's a tab that's called Previous Programs. Every one of the programs we've ever aired is accessible from that page on our website. Also on the website, we have live appearances where I'll be appearing live. And if I'm somewhere close to you, why not come out and introduce yourself? I'd love to meet you. Uh, we also have a page there called Archived Sermons. And in those, uh, those are presentations I've done all around the country that have been put on video. And I answer some of the most perplexing questions that people have, like what happens to us when we die? And is the world going to end? And how is it going to end? Or you know, why do bad things happen to good people? What's the biggest deception I believe in Christianity today? So have a look at those. And there's a little lesson handout you can download so that you can further your study on those topics. There's also a tab that is Donate Today tab, and you can send a donation to help keep the ministry on the air. Uh, we are a charitable organization, so every dollar that you commit, you will receive a receipt that is eligible for income tax purposes to give you a bit of a break on your income taxes. So consider that, and if you feel so moved, uh, please send off your donation. Want to remind you of our presence on social media or on Twitter, on Instagram, Santos underscore Bill. Every day, a uh, one-minute devotional video gets out, uh, generally first thing in the morning, so you can start your day, you know, focused on the things of heaven. You can like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash L4L television. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And this way you'll be notified every time we have a new program added to the channel. Before we go, I want to also draw your attention to another aspect of our ministry, which is our overseas humanitarian work under the banner of Mission Now Canada. You can visit the website missionnowcanada.com and, and you can learn about the work that we do overseas, some incredible work in places like Paraguay and in the Philippines where we provide free medical service, free dental service, you know, clothing, we build structures. We're looking to build a school 
uh, music school in Paraguay. And if you're excited about that and want to participate in something like that, check out the website missionnowcanada.com. We are all out of time. Thank you so much for joining us here, and I hope we get the chance to do this again real soon. God bless you. We'll see you then.